This is Shepard Smith. You're listening to the Miami Valley's home for Fox News. And I'm Larry Hanskin, host of Miami Valley's Morning News, where we tell you the three big things you need to know every 15 minutes. And I'm Jamie Dupree in Washington, D.C. When we're not doing the news, we're talking about the news. And we're starting right now. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning, each and every one of you, as we roll into the third and final hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. If you've got a gardening question, we would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. Garden Talk, folks, is all about helping you have a better yard, garden, and landscaping uh, landscaping situation. We're all about telling you about the science. We're all about sharing with you the ins and outs of how to be successful but more so, we give you the the avenues, the information that allow you to be much more successful than what you would normally are. A little bit about myself. I am the president and co-founder of a company called Mark Weber's Landscaping. We're located right here in good old Dayton, Ohio. You can learn about my firm at www.weberlandscaping.com, and Weber is spelt with two Bs. Um, my educational background is is thus: I am a I am a, a two degreed horticulturist from double degree horticulturist from Ohio State University. Um, been a certified arborist since 1990, and most I became a board certified master arborist in 2013. I'm also qualified as a as a tree risk assessor. I am also a master nursery landscape technician. I'm licensed arborist in many states here in the United States. And most recently, I became a certified tree expert through the Board of Tree Experts in New Jersey. And so when you call Garden Talk at 457-1290, you're getting information um, that's based upon science and best practices of how to better maintain, manage, and take care of your property. We're all about the science here, and we're all about applying the science. We're not stuffy. We're not here to talk about botanical names, but we're here to talk about the facts and how to be successful. Um, For many years, many of you have heard me over the radio talking about um, the, the consequences of harboring invasive plants, particularly that of honeysuckle. It is in bloom right now, and it is literally everywhere that you might drive. It is pretty much many properties throughout all of Ohio, and particularly in the southwestern regions of Ohio. And without further ado, up on the horticultural hotline, we're joined by your friend and mine, Mr. Eric Sauer from Five Rivers Metro Parks. And good morning, Mr. Eric. Good morning, Marster Mark. How are you? <laughs> well, I, I, I tend to get myself riled up about this about this. Um, issue from time to time and i'm I'm gonna go through some i'm gonna go through some statistical scientific peer-reviewed data and i'm just gonna go through i found i think approximately 45 scientifically peer-reviewed papers about the effects of honeysuckle in landscapes and properties Um, and I'm just going to give short snippets. I'm not going to give the actual scientific names and the years that they were done and all that good stuff, because quite frankly, we would bore our listenership into oblivion with that, but it's going to give you short snippets. Um, it was found in 2006 that uh, honeysuckle, birds consuming honeysuckle, um, had a, a, a lower reproductive rate. Uh, it was found in 2010 that uh, the invasion of bush honeysuckle was raiding out in the natural areas and causing for a drop in native populations of native um, plants and understory plants. It was found in 2007 that leaf litter caused by bush honeysuckle actually reduced uh, infiltration rates of water into the soil and also tied up nutrition to existing trees and plants. It was found in 1999 that uh, once established, honeysuckle will populate and completely dense, dense and fill an area within five to eight years of its first initial contact. It was found in 2013 that honeysuckle completely displaces 
um, native plants and increases the um, extent of scale-like insects on existing plants in the landscape, primarily trees. It was found in 2004. The shade casted by honeysuckle leaf canopies reduced the growth rates of native plants. And this thing goes on and on and on and on to the point that, and it even goes on to talk about in 2009, uh, Roadwall found, I promise not to talk too much about people, but it was found that there was a drop in, in amphibians, in, in particularly tree frogs were dropped in number in, in, in biodiversity. It was a number of amphibians were displaced related to honeysuckle. It was also found in 2008 that bush honeysuckles produce allele tap compounds that actually restrict and stop the growth of native trees and other plants that are existing and it, it just goes on and on and on to the point where this stuff is completely displacing um, plants and animals of, of all types uh, mammals reptiles amphibians and even has a direct effect on us as human beings you're correct. <laughs> You're very correct. So as a land uh, manager, like, like you guys are at the Five Rivers Metro Parks, which you guys manage a significant amount of acreage, this has got to be an expensive battle to con- constantly be battling. It's, it, you know, at this point, it's, it's not a winnable battle. Um, because of that, we're, we manage 16,000 acres, and it's everywhere. Um, we concentrate efforts where we have more sensitive landscapes. Um, but it's not something that with current resources that we have the ability to completely eradicate it out of the system. And, you know, on top of honeysuckle, you've also got, you know, a lot of invasive pressures from things like um, these beautiful, supposedly beautiful calorie pears, the Bradford and the aristocrat pears right. uh, that are making a mess of things, burning bush, uh, euonymus, um, the Russian or uh, autumn olives, uh, the European buckthorn. Uh, the uh, garlic mustard. I mean, all these things keep coming in and displacing these amazing landscapes that we have here natively. And, you know, you mentioned it briefly, but, you know, it has a, an amazing effect, uh, badly a bad effect on, on our native wildlife. So all the really sort of cool things that we all like to go to the metro parks to see the native species of birds and and the, the mentioned the tree frogs and, and the toads and, and salamanders and all these sorts of, of really wonderful things, um, that it does displace them uh, and, and cuts down on their habitats. And, you know, it, it, and it does affect, you know, and a lot of people say, well, you know, we're really what do we need those things to, um, you know, how does that really affect me as a, as a human being? And, you know, it also affects a lot of the insect populations, which um, we rely on for our food sources and, uh, in terms of pollination and, and, uh, that, and, and, yeah, we, you know, if they're not there, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to eat. And with that, with that being said, um, work done by Purdue has shown that where honeysuckle is, there is, I think, uh, three to four to five times higher frequency of ticks. Mm-hmm. And with ticks comes Lyme's disease. Yep. So we go back to this whole thing of of a, even a public health issue is that we're displacing plants and animals. Now we're also inducing diseases that do not need to be um, provided to others to have. Yep. And, and you mentioned absolutely, and, and you even mentioned, uh, you know, that the effect of infiltration of honeysuckle on our water resources. You know, as we've talked in the past about, uh, you know, we're we're very blessed with the Berry Valley Aquifer. It's the largest aquifer in the world uh, that's accessible. That all of our drinking water comes from, and when we affect, uh, you know, the erosion and infiltration and things, we're affecting our water sources, our water resources, which, you know, as you see in the news, I mean, all these uh, states and countries that don't have have water uh, plentiful that uh, we destroy that um, you know I mean you can't live more than a few days without water so uh, you know it's a huge uh, huge issue on, the, on those lines as well so so let's talk a little bit um, Eric about what the average average you know listener of garden talk can do 
embattling invasive plants. And, and one is to start to learn what these invasive plants are and what they look like. Yep. Understand what honeysuckle looks like. Understand. I mean, most people know what burning bush and calorie pear look like. Just, you know, stop planting that stuff. Um, you know, and I think, you know, there's an interesting book I think you've read. Uh, it's called Bringing Nature Home by Doug Talame. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a fantastic read. It's easy. It's not scientific. It's based on scientific research, but it's it's written for uh, the average individual. And, you know, he talks about the species that you can go out and plant that really have a major effect on on individual species. And, you know, one that hit home for me, you know, we all like to go plant a nice shade tree in our yard. Uh, you know, pick a native. And, and one example that um, he talks about is white oak. Uh, that is is the uh, home and a host to over 600 moth and butterfly species in various larval and and food stages where, you know, I mean, it's it's something that you pick like uh, a calorie pear, for example. You know, those are insect resistant for one particular reason is the natives don't eat it. Right. Um, You know, so it's not a food source. It's not a nesting source. So you're displacing those homes and, and food sources for, you know, our, our native of species. So, you know, talk to, I mean, so many, so many local places, uh, you know, Allwood Audubon and, and Bruckner Nature Center, a couple of great examples that are doing some fantastic work as well. You know, the information as we put out by Five Rivers Metro Parks to talk about native species and, and those effects and how to attract monarch butterflies and bees and, uh, you know, native birds, uh, all these sorts of things to, to your landscape that really a lot, make your landscape come alive and, and make it the garden much more of a fun place and enjoyable place to be. And so what we're saying, ladies and gentlemen, is is that you can have a great landscape, but it needs to be one that's free of invasives, but also one that attracts native animals uh, to it. And that in of itself is a partnership that is an enduring one and truly builds a better property for the long term for you to enjoy and for future generations to enjoy as well. Mr. Eric, as always, thank you. Happy Earth Day to you and yours. And uh, thanks for doing this, by the way. Always a pleasure. All right. Take good care of you. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Folks, when we come back, more Garden Talk, your questions. I'm going to ask every caller this hour, what can you do to make your yard the best, best long-term? AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. How would you like to flip a contract on a house overnight for a nice profit? Hi, I'm Nick Fertucci. For the last three years, my elite team of house flippers have used my unique three-step flipping system to reduce risk and make money flipping houses. I'm growing my team in your area, and I'm looking for help. I have more cash available than deals right now, and I can show you how to get up to $350,000 of pre-approved real estate funding. That's right, I said it. $350,000 of pre-approved real estate funding regardless of credit score. Interested candidates call now and get an inside peek of my flipping system. I'll rush you out a free copy of my Fortunes and Flipping CD kit that will show you how to get in, get out and get paid when you come join my team. Call 1-800-233-0204 now to get your free Fortunes and Flipping CD. Call 800-233-0204 now and you'll also get free tickets to a live Training workshop that includes a free meal, a free smartwatch, power charger, and USB drive loaded with powerful information as free gifts just for attending. Call 800-233-0204. That's 800-233-0204. Call now. It's back. Your brown, weed-infested yard. Not a beautiful sight. Call New Lawn. Their professional weed and feed experts can make your lawn beautiful with just four quarterly applications. Serving Clark Champagne at Madison Counties. Call 937-828-1321 for a free lawn analysis. Visit their website at nu-lawn.com. Your weeds are gone and the grass is green with the new lawn team. For a free lawn analysis, call 937-828-1321. Does spring make you want to think green? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms, and we're kicking off our 58th year in business, supplying you with everything you need to keep your lawn and landscape beautiful and green. 
Let's start with Green Velvet's Instant Lawn Kentucky Bluegrass and Turf Type Tall Fescue Sod. Lay it today and enjoy it tomorrow. It's that easy. But sod is just the tip of the grass blade here at Green Velvet. We can proudly provide you with the highest quality grass seed, fertilizer, lawn, landscape, and athletic field supplies you will find anywhere. Have questions? Take advantage of Green Velvet's most valuable product, expert advice. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, our team of turf professionals is right around the corner with solutions to all of your lawn care needs. Trust Green Velvet's turf team for cutting-edge solutions that will make your neighbors green with envy. Check out our new website at greenvelvet.com. And remember... It's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Slagers is our name. It's time to play in the dirt again during our 58th annual spring sale. In our seven acres of greenhouses, Stock Slagers grows a wide variety of flowery baskets starting at $9.99 and bedding geraniums. Buy one pack, get another pack free. Pick from quality vegetable plants, fruit trees, and potted herbs. Stock Slagers spring sale now through Sunday, April 30th, one mile west of New Lebanon on US 35. Stock Slagers Greenhouse. Have you been thinking about retiring? It could be the most important decision of your life. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. and now on Sundays at 11 a.m. right here on WHIO for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement. Plus, learn strategies about minimizing your taxes. Get the facts and learn about all of your options. Tune in Saturdays at 1 p.m. and now Sundays at 11 a.m. on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Part of our Ask the Expert weekends. Hi, welcome to Tire Discount. Sir, have you heard about our specials? Well, yeah, 70 off any set of four Michelin. You mean Michelin, right? Michelin. Anyway, yeah, you get an instant $70 off any set of four Michelin tires. I know, unbelievable. And we've always got tons in stock we can install today. Michelin. Oh, and with our standard installation, you get a free alignment. What? Come on now, stop talking crazy like that. At Tire Discounters, you'll get an instant $70 off any set of Michelins. Michelin. MTS Toy and Hobby in Beaver Creek is just around the corner from their previous location, now at 1277 North Fairfield Road, next to L.A. Cakes. Their much more spacious location is filled with their vast selection of military models and collectibles, die-cast models, and more. A great place for generational shopping. Find out more and buy online at militarytoyshop.com. Attention grandfathers, show that young one what it's like to collect models at MTS Toy and Hobby in Beaver Creek. Hundreds of reporters working around the clock to bring you the latest news from the Miami Valley. You can depend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It is 824, 24 minutes after 8 o'clock. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. A cool start to your Saturday with a few passing showers possible. We'll keep those clouds around heading into the afternoon. Highs climbing into the upper 50s near 60 degrees. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows overcast skies. We're resting at 46 degrees Fahrenheit on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. Now, back to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And the views and opinions expressed here in Garden Talk are purely my own and based on best practices in science for the best yard garden ever. 457-1290, and let's head to the telephone lines at 457-1290. Mark in Vandalia, welcome to Garden Talk. Hey, good morning. I uh, just have a question. I planted two cherry trees a year ago. I just wanted to know a good maintenance schedule, if there's any pruning, or what I need to do to make them mature. What kind of cherries are they, sir? Uh, a Rainier cherry and a bean cherry. Okay. Um, first of all, cherries require um, um, some pruning. Um, you're going to need to train these trees into what we call an open vase system where the trunk comes up and then there's typically four, no more than five scaffolding limbs that break from one central point. So I need to have a leader? You'll need it. to bring the leader up and then to do a terminal cut typically at about five feet off the ground four or five feet off the ground and then new new branches will break from where that 
where that um, terminal or you've taken out what they call the apical dominance out of the main stem and then it'll form multiple branches and then from there you'll need to train those multiple branches to become scaffolding limbs and what we mean by that is that they're going to have to be trained to be at, at no less than a 60 degree angle off the base of the trunk Okay. And ideally at 90 degree angle. And the way that we do that is we can use clothespins that we actually connect to the main trunk of the tree. That was that new shoot comes out and we can force it into a 90 degree angle. So you uh, like tied it into it, so to speak? Yeah, you basically put a, yeah, basically put a clothespin, actually clip it to the trunk of the tree where the stem is coming out at. Right. And that forces that new shoot to go out at 90 degrees. Now we're not done yet. And as that new shoot grows, then we put in what they call limb spreaders, which are basically we take like a, a piece of lumber that's a one by one and we'll drive a finishing nail on both ends of the one by one. And then we'll take uh, like a grinder and we'll grind the head of the finishing nail into a point. And we'll actually use these limb spreaders by pushing it into the bark of the main trunk of the tree and also into the limb that we're training to force that limb to grow wide out at a 60 to 90 degree angle. Why that all, Why that matters is, Mark, is that when that tree gets loaded with fruit, it's gonna be extremely heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Right. And so we have to have the structural wherewithal inside the tree and those branches to support that load of fruit. Now, last part, and I don't have a lot of time to get into this this next part, but just keep in mind, we grow fruit trees for fruit. We don't grow them for shade. Correct. So you're not going to have any grass whatsoever underneath your fruit trees. You're going to have pretty much bare earth. Okay. And that's one of the ways that we can increase the rate of growth and also increase the degree of fruiting and the quality of the fruit that you produce. The third part of this is, Mark, you really need to start to bone up and grow and, and learn about diseases of stone fruit. Um, cherries, plums, nectarines, apricots, and, and even almonds all require um, fungicide applications. They are incredibly susceptible to a disease called brown rot and a few others. And you have to spray. There's no other way to get around. There's organic sprays you can use as well as inorganic sprays. But you have to apply fungicides and some insecticides to produce a high-quality crop. There is no other way in God's green earth um, that you can produce high-quality fruit without it. The other thing that you might very well look into is irrigation. Um, I can tell you that some of the finest cherries grown in the world are grown under shade and actually are grown with irrigation. They do that all the time in California and Oregon and Washington State. Um, so when should I start the pruning uh, maintenance schedule? These are only a year old. I would start training and developing that scaffolding system um, this spring. Don't, don't wait. This, okay. You know, you got to raise them while they're young. Think about fruit trees are, and I got to go because of constraints okay, of time here. More. But the point being is fruit trees require work, lots of work. Yeah. And you've got to train them to be successful. If you don't train them to be successful, you will be sadly disappointed in three or five years when you go to pick your first crop and the branches break. Okay. Okay, appreciate the info. You have a good day. No, good luck to you, sir. Bye-bye. When we come back, we'll talk to John Scott from Knollwood. We'll talk to Paul and Franklin about what to do with this poor, dilapidated lawn on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. I'm Jonah Adi with an AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO News Update. Our top story, more on the latest incident from American Airlines this time. Chance of a few passing showers today with temperatures slightly cooler than average. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now WHIO triple team traffic. We've got crews on scene to a traffic call on West Stroop Road and South Dixie Avenue in Moraine. But looking at those freeways, those are looking accident free at this time and drive time still looking good. 
And just when you thought United had bad luck, just two weeks after a video was posted of a passenger being dragged off a United Airlines flight, reports say a baby was almost hit on an American Airlines flight, and another viral video has been posted. The person who posted this described it by saying that a flight attendant violently took a stroller from a lady with her baby, hitting her and just missing the baby. In the video, the woman isn't the only person upset, so is a passenger. Fox's Ellison Barber says one man confronted the flight attendant, saying that he hoped someone was videotaping the incident. Well, two teens have been indicted for the shooting of a Dayton man last November. Ryshawn Steele and Kaylone Snowden are both facing four counts each of murder and felonious assault, among other charges. Cops say John Madden III was fatally shot in the 2300 block of Salem Avenue. WHIO's Ron Otto says the teens are due in court for arraignments on April 25th. Here's the exclusive Storm Center 7 forecast. Lots of clouds around through this morning. Could see a few passing showers, especially along and south of Interstate 70. Temperatures climbing into the 50s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear. We're looking at cloudy skies from our studio here in Dayton. Currently have 45 degrees in Springboro, 45 degrees in Troy, and 46 degrees in Dayton at 833. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm Jonah Adi on Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. How can you buy jewelry and be worry-free? Go to James Free. For a shopping experience that's hassle-free, go to James Free. Where can customers with even the smallest budget shop guilt-free? James Free. Worry-free? Hassle-free. Guilt-free. It all adds up to James Free. James Free Jewelers makes it simple to find the perfect gift. Every diamond and piece of jewelry has been hand-selected for its exceptional craftsmanship and value, so you don't have to worry about quality. And our salespeople never hassle you with high-pressure tactics. We treat every customer with dignity and respect, so we're never going to make you feel guilty about sticking to that budget. Worry-free? Hassle-free. Guilt-free. James Free. James Free Jewelers, 3100 Fire Hills Avenue in Kettering. Once you shop at James Free, you'll never shop anywhere else. Hi, I'm Greg McAfee, and welcome to A Breath of Fresh Air. I'd like for you to think about the people who have influenced you the most. If they've added value to your life, their faces came to mind quickly. Not everyone has been positive, but I've been blessed to have some great mentors. People whose lives are worth duplicating and those who encouraged and challenged me to be the best I can be. Now think about the people you influence or have influenced. They say the average person influences a minimum of 10,000 people in a lifetime. How many lives have you impacted by your guidance, experience, and quality of life? We can make both a positive and a negative impact. Which one do you make? I think we all want to help change and improve people's lives for the better. And hopefully what I've shared with you today has a positive impact in your life. Thanks for listening. I'm Greg McAfee with a breath of fresh air. Your favorite Snapper dealers kicking off the yard care season with a big spring sale. Get some of the best deals of the season on Snapper lawn tractors, zero-turn mowers, walk-behind mowers, and rear-engine riders. Rebates are available on select models, and special financing plans are available with approved credit. But hurry, rebate offers expire soon. Ask your dealer for details. The spring sale's underway now. So visit Coleman Lawn Equipment, 2133 Troy Road, Springfield, today to check out the complete lineup of Snapper products. Snapper, easy to use, easy to own. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. W-H-I-O. Let's spend some time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, John Scott. Good morning, Mr. Weber. How are you today? I am doing well, and uh, I hope that you are having it. I'm, I'm sure that things are a little wild and crazy yeah, at Knollwood. Things have been getting wild, but uh, Mark, I was taking a stroll through the Rose Garden today here at Knollwood, and we've mm-hmm. got about... I don't know, 250 roses, hybrid tea-style roses and floribundas and climbers and David Austins. 
But as I was strolling through today, uh, with this cool weather today, you know, a little bit of a cool weather night tonight, I started to see some signs of powdery mildew. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an apropos time for all these rose gardeners. You know, they always call early on, hey, when do I prune my roses? Should I be pruning my roses now? And, you know, we're through that season. But no one ever calls and says, when should I be getting ready for disease season? Mm-hmm. And right now is that time if you're a hybrid tea or a Floribunda type grower to get ready to get out there and do those preventative sprays because I'll guarantee you if you don't, within the next 10 days, you're going to start seeing some of that powdery mildew in the beginnings of black spots. So this is the absolute perfect time to get out there. You know, we're not, we'll see how where the rain goes today, but particularly tomorrow, get out there, do that preventative spraying, whether you're using a systemic that's going to be absorbed by the root or a spray that's going to go over those leaves. But this is the time to get in control of those roses to keep them beautiful all season. And, Mr. John Scott, that is a true statement. Because remember, with fun, fungicide or fungus issues, we use fungicides, which we really should be called fungistats because it's a preventative uh, method, not, uh, um, not a one that we stop it after it's already into um, doing its thing, if that makes any sense. Uh, John Scott, what are you guys' uh, hours of operation today? Well, we're on our spring hours now, Mark, so we are Monday through Saturday, 9 to 8, and Sundays, 10 to 6. Outstanding. Well, Mr. John Scott, as always, thank you so much, and have a terrific day. You too, sir. You bet. See ya. Bye-bye. You've been Through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast, I would love to talk to you. We've got roughly... 20-some minutes of broadcast time remaining before it's the end of the program, which means your opportunity to talk to a degreed horticulturist, a board-certified master arborist, and all those other important things is there. Three available phone lines, and uh, Becca will be happy to talk to you at 457-1290, and I'll be happy to help you along the way. Let's head to the telephone lines, and let's head to Franklin, Ohio, and let's go talk to Paul. Paul, good morning, and welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. I'm a long-time listener. First time me calling you, and I, I don't, if I may, just want to tell you a quick story. I decided last summer I uh, wanted to stop cutting my grass. I was behind my lawnmower and thought, what am I doing? So I let it grow because I've been taking care of my grass for years, fertilizing in the fall, whatever in the summer, uh, you know, keeping the dandelions all chemically and I decided I didn't want to do that and I decided I didn't want to put gasoline in my lawnmower anymore and knowing there was a low likelihood of weeds I just let the grass grow and it became this long puppy grass that last measure by the time the fall was over it was about 22 inches long it looked great I trimmed it and from a distance it looked great but I still got cited by the county they said cut the grass or else Unlike Dayton, they don't cut it for you, but if you don't cut it, then they take you to court. By the time January came around, it was too late for any follow-up, but now I'm at the dilemma again. And now what I want to do is I want to rip it all up, till the soil, start over. Natural landscape, where do I start as far as ground cover? Do you have recommendations? I'm looking for maybe three varieties. I'm going to build pathways through the yard, make it pretty, and make it just one big garden. Okay, so and I'm so, not afraid to uh, pull weeds, by the way. Okay, so you you basically want to do t- tell me a little bit about light conditions. Is it sunny or shady, or what are you dealing with? I've got a lot of trees in the front shading their dogwoods, and in the back they are maples. Okay, so you've got basically I, I do have I do have sunny spots too, though, on, along a non-tree shaded side of the house. Okay, so so basically. You know, in your circumstance, this is what this is kind of the couple steps I would begin with. Um, I would begin with a soil test. I know everybody says, God, he keeps talking about soil tests. Soil tests will tell us about pH and availability of, of a lot of things that'll kind of guide, become a guidepost for the types of plants that we can grow there. The, the second qualifier that I would do is I would, would draw a kind of a, a mock map of your property. And you can load a cell phone app on your phone that becomes a light meter, okay? 
And yep. I would walk around my property and determine where the right degree, what the levels of light are on my property. At different times of the day? Uh, you know, midday is fine. Okay. You know, the, the whole idea is that we can kind of get a measure of, you know, foot candles of light. Um, once, once we know what the soil test is and we know what um, the light test is, um, and if there's any issues of drainage or problems like that in your yard, we'd probably need to mitigate those. Um, at that point in time, then we can start working on a landscape plan. There's no drainage issues. In fact, in the, by the end of the summer, like everywhere else, it gets dry. Okay. I'm not afraid to water, but I prefer not to. Yeah, and that's where we would be looking at u- utilizing native plants, and that's where and that's where from a soil test and from from a light study, we could come up with a landscape design, and that landscape design would then be you know measured by dictated by by availability of of nutrients and also light frequency and then from there come up with the plan and you probably would have probably three to four hundred maybe 500 different species of plants in that small in that yard it'd be a delightful place to live love to do it so if it all begins with a design and you would really need to work with a skillful um, horticulturalist that understands all the things that he just described, and so it's it's not a it's not a good DIY project necessarily, or is it something I can research on my own? I'm not afraid if, to spend the time. I just am yeah. curious. Okay, where? Yeah, and, and, and it, it, the body of knowledge is really what this com- becomes about. It all becomes about knowing what to put where, depending on soil, and it all depending on light. And, and I will generally say, you know, you would really need to work with a person similar with my qualifications to kind of guide you through that process. And I mean, that doesn't mean you can't do the work yourself, but my, my concern is that you could spend literally a decade in trial and error before you would get the end result. And I've watched that. I've watched that more times than Carter's got liver, liver pills, so to speak. Um, And and, and why I say that is, and and let's get it right down to the brass tacks of this. Um, Horticulture and arbor culture is is truly a science and it's an art blended together. And to be... Eventually there's intuition. There's, there's, there's art that comes into it in the way that you collect and put the plants together, meaning that a person who has worked in the industry for an extensive period of time that has a scientific knowledge and a scientific understanding of how plants function in the environment can take the science and take the art and come up with the design. Does that make sense? Of course. The biggest fallacy is out there is that people go to the go to the store they buy plants because they look pretty and they stick them in the ground without any any relevance to site conditions or soil conditions or what else is around the neighborhood or yeah and that can be dangerous too so the point being to all of this is is if you follow the science if you follow the science from the standpoint of what the right place, right plant in the right place regarding to what the plant wants. Uh, that right, but my next question follow-up is related then. I assume I also have to be careful when you were just talking about invasive species to an extent. I also should be a good neighbor and be concerned about species I might be bringing now to my property that might invade my next door neighbors. I don't want to do that either. I, and, I, and, I, and I commend you for that very, very intelligent comment. Because I tell you what, I, I live in a, I, it's dry, my, my wife gets so tired of me complaining about others. In my neighborhood where I live, I have people all around me who harbor honeysuckle. And I, right, I, I, and I, I, I have spent extensive amounts of money in building literally a park in my backyard. People who know me that work for me that have been to my house will tell you that I live in a park. And right. I like it that way. I like to sit out on my deck on a Saturday night with a glass of wine with my beloved wife and just enjoy watching the birds and the bee, birds, the bees, the wildlife, and everything else. And it is by far a heaven on earth. And I have a similar potential situation here. Good. But I don't want to. Uh, I, I, I'm done supporting certain uh, companies that advertise on radio and television. I won't name names, and uh, I, I don't want to, 
contribute negatively to the environment if I can do that. I don't want to be part of this nation of grass farmers we've become. And, and I understand that. And my, my, my point in the end of all this, though, is be, if you want to grow a landscape that's quote-unquote grass-free, it can be done. But remember that it's going to be more complex than growing grass. So can I call you? Yeah, call me anytime you want. <laughs> well, then, uh, call, call my, call so my call office. Me give me, give yeah. me your number again, and I will call you later in the week. Yeah, 835 is my office number. And I've got people on my staff that can help you as much as me. So the point being yeah. is it, it, all, it all begins with, with brain power. It doesn't begin with the, the strength of your back and how much ambition you have for that weekend. It really all begins with a, a good plan of attack. And those plans well, uh, attack. This is the year I'm ready to do this. Thank you, Mark. Right, you take good care, okay? Bye. Bye-bye. 457-1290. John Tisdale. How are you? Good. How are you, Mark? I wanted to tell everybody something that's really important. You know, John, you've listened, you've been part of my show multiple years, yes, correct? Yes. And you know, to me, education is everything. Yes. Yes, okay. I do. I want to announce to all our listeners that there is some scholarship money available for people who want to become certified arborists or cool. who want to expand their professional development in the greens industry or need additional funds like Becca possibly to go to school. If you go to the Ohio chapter isa.org, that's Ohio chapter isa.org, you can go into the scholarship tab and you can apply for scholarships. Um, In fact, we are giving away four $750 scholarships for certified arborists, professional development of $500, and traditional student scholarships, three of which of $1,000 um, annually. So if you would like to become smart in the world of plants, here's a good opportunity to help supplement those efforts. Let's head back to the telephone lines. I knew I needed to do that today. And let's go to one of my favorite places, the drive through Germantown. Good morning, Tom. Hey, how's it going? I'm good, Tom. How can I help you? Well, I... I- I, I guess listening to the last guy, I wanted to piggyback on him because uh, um, I, I, I get great concern how we've created a huge desert in um, in our farmlands with uh, nothing but cornfields and taking out the, the fence rows and uh, the soybeans that is not a good pollinator. And then what we've done with, uh, with the grasses, um, having nothing but grass, and uh, I can remember growing up and kids, you know, having the clover in the grass. Mm-hmm. And it was such a good pollinator and source. And we're really just choking out our honeybees and not giving them any any uh, source for continuing on. And there's and such so, so Tom, Tom, I'm sorry, Tom, but g- g- what's your question? I guess so I don't be My rude and help is, you. Can we promote? Can we promote people not to use the weed and feed stuff on their lawns and allow clover to grow in the grass? Well, Tom, you know the one way the quickest, the best defense against weeds is a it's a is a well well fed lawn with fertilizer. Uh-huh. If you can have a thick lawn and you mow it right, you'll have very few clover issues because clover typically no. shows up in tur- in turf that has low low nutrient capacity. So you know one of the best defenses against weeds is a good offense with growing your grass. And and the reality is, if we can be better managers with our turf grass, we'll end up with a better um, landscape long term. Tom, good call. And thanks for the call with that. When we come back, we'll talk to you at 457-1290. We're going to travel to New Jersey and talk to somebody about cherry blossoms and talk to you on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for News, Weather and Traffic, and our Ask the Experts Weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Steve Bruns of Bruns General Contracting based in Tip City. As an exclusive new core building systems partner, my family has earned a reputation in Miami Valley for its dedication to quality and craftsmanship, making Bruns one of the area's premier design build general contractors. We are proud to be celebrating our 65th year in business. If you would like to join us, we are hiring in many skilled trade positions and project managers. Bruns General Contracting will provide you with health, dental, and vision benefits. 
life insurance, 401k, paid holidays, vacation time, and more. Please call our office between 8 and 5 at 937-339-2300 to set up your face-to-face interview. We want to hear from you if you share our values of trust, integrity, loyalty, and hard work. Bruns General Contracting is an NFIB member and an equal opportunity employer. This is Marty Grunder from Grunder Landscaping Company. Dayton Progress Corporation is a 70-year-old, locally headquartered global manufacturing company with 1,500 employees in 10 factories and 20,000 customers in more than 70 countries. You can have a great career in manufacturing. Dayton Progress is hiring entry-level manufacturing positions that can lead to jobs paying over $20 an hour. Dayton Progress also offers college tuition reimbursement promotions from within the company, thousands of dollars in bonuses, a 401k, private health, including vision and dental, free life insurance, company events, and company service recognition. Dayton Progress is a great Dayton company that will train you in their classroom, apply in person at 500 Progress Road in West Carrollton, or submit your resume to jobs at DaytonProgress.com. That's jobs at DaytonProgress.com. Hi, I'm David Turpin, president of Dayton Progress, and I'm speaking to you today about the wonderful opportunities that await you at Dayton Progress Corporation. Start your career with us now. Dayton Progress is an equal opportunity employer. MTS Toy and Hobby in Beaver Creek is just around the corner from their previous location. Now at 1277 North Fairfield Road, next to LA Cakes. Their much more spacious location is filled with their vast selection of military models and collectibles, die-cast models, and more. A great place for generational shopping. Find out more and buy online at militarytoyshop.com. Attention grandfathers, show that young one what it's like to collect models at MTS Toy and Hobby in Beaver Creek. Landscaping that makes you say, wow, begins with great design, increased curb appeal, privacy screening, or a paver patio. The look you want starts with the design. Burns Landscaping will create a fresh look for your home tailored to your lifestyle. Make this the year you say, wow, with a new look designed by Burns Landscaping in Middletown, Beaver Creek, and at BurnsGardenCenter.com. Remember, your best garden always begins at Burns. Blairsoft is a leader in innovative next-generation technology solutions and services to help customers in their digital transformation journey by providing deep domain and technology expertise. They provide highly skilled technology experts and engineers trained in application development and sustainment, scientific engineering, business process management, and ERPs to meet their customers' mission. Blairsoft is proud to work with Air Force IT pros across the world to deliver better, cheaper, and faster solutions to meet their mission. Visit FlaresawFederal.com. The world is searching for a leader worth following. Become the leader the world is waiting for by joining us May 5th at LeaderCast Dayton Broadcast, the largest one-day leadership event in the world. Be inspired by Andy Stanley, Tyler Perry, Susie Welch, and more. Discussing purpose and how it defines us, empowers us, and drives results. For more information and tickets, visit LeaderCastDayton.com. That's LeaderCastDayton.com. Supporting sponsors of the Dayton Area Chamber of Commerce, James Investment Research, and the Jack Welch Institute. Ed Smith Flowers and Gifts, Dayton's downtown floors, reminds you that Wednesday is Administrative Professionals Day. Call 222-9441 or go to edsmithflowers.com and order flower arrangements. They'll deliver them too. Ed Smith Flowers and Gifts, 209 West Riverview Avenue. Keeping your family safe. Our Storm Center 7 team of meteorologists bring you the information you need to know around the clock 24-7 and on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It's 855. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. A cool start to your Saturday with a few passing showers possible. We'll keep those clouds around heading into the afternoon. Highs climbing into the upper 50s near 60 degrees. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is clear. Although we have overcast skies resting at 46 degrees in downtown Dayton on the station you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. H-I-O. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton Station for up-to-the-minute severe weather reports. AM 1290 and News 95.7 W-H-I-O. Don't forget, Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, and we run to 9. If you're traveling outside the boundaries of this radio station, you can always listen to us on the iHeart 
Radio Network. And speaking of which, let's head to the place called New Jersey and let's go talk to Nancy. Nancy, good morning. Good morning, and thanks for taking my call. Thank you, ma'am. Um, I have cherry blossoms out front, and I wanted to know if I can ever cut the top of them off because they're really long and straggly. Mm-hmm. Um, the blossoms are really thin, and I have branches that are breaking. Mm-hmm. I used to have um, wood around them with plants inside, and I removed those, and I put dirt down. And I, I two weeks ago, I fertilized them with the um, sticks. And I wanted to know if I can just cut them back, cut them down. They're really tall. Uh, So are these trees, Nancy? Yes. Okay. What you have is, 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 what color is the flowers, if I may ask? Uh, Pink. Okay. Light pink. Light pink. You probably have a a species of of cherry called autumnalis, which is autumn flowering cherry. Um, yes. And what yes. you want to do, Nancy, you can reduce the length of those long branches um, by a reduction cut. And, but you want to prune it back to a branch that's about one-third the diameter of the parent branch that you're going to cut. Okay. And you want to do that pretty much any time just right after they're done flowering, okay? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then as far as the, the, sti- the fertilizer sticks are concerned, you really should do a soil test, um, Nancy. Mm-hmm. To figure out what you really need to fertilize your trees with. Mm-hmm. And since you live in this wonderful state of New Jersey, <laughs> you guys have certified tree experts over there that are very knowledgeable folks who, okay. c- who could probably guide you um, very well. Um, it were really So how, how are you listening to us today, Nancy, if I may ask? Oh, I'm on a computer. Oh, good. Well, thank you for listening to us. <laughs> yeah, we full... I listen to you every Saturday morning. Well, thank you. What part of Jersey are you in? I'm in Willingboro, New Jersey. Oh, cool. Cool. I like Jersey. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's, it's, I always tell people it's the most populated state with the most beautiful countryside. So. Yes, thank you. Nancy, have a good weekend. Thanks for the call from Jersey and call again, okay? Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for world-class see john tisdale world-class we just need some of your relatives from boston to call us okay is that all right all right well folks that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of garden talk don't forget during the week you can always reach me at 937-835-3381 remember the very words that i spoke on a fine april day some 26 years ago and they're so true on this very fine april day gardening my friends is a great quest in life it's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good lord has made please my friends get out there and do some gardening but please 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 be sure the gardening that you always do is happy gardening on am 1290 and news 957 whio our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios. WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill.